Awesome. Well, good morning, church. It's good to see all of you this morning. We're so glad you are here for Christmas at Zoe. And uh, Steph was trying to say it, but you guys look pretty amazing out there with all those decorations. You got, there. literally, there's like lights flashing around the, the room right now. Um, what? <laughs> so, nice car, exactly. My wife told me she was going next level with my outfit here. I let her buy things once a year. It's just for Christmas. I let her buy something. And this morning I put this on and she's like, actually, I like that, Greg. I'm like, well, it's not ugly. What in the world? Uh, so sorry. I'll, I'll try better next year, but thank you. Uh, uh, but we're so glad that you are here. As we said throughout uh, this season, our desire is to try and uh, get our eyes in the right place uh, through Christmas, that we get focused on the stuff that matters. And, uh, and so we, we do that every single week as we want to look to Jesus and say, uh, what does he want to do? How does he want to speak to us uh, this morning? Uh, but we're uh, kind of celebrating this uh, cr- retro Christmas vibe, as you see out in the lobby, a lot of 60s, 70s stuff going on around the lobby. And so we said the most retro thing that we can do is to sing a carol, an old-fashioned carol. So as we've done every week, would you stand with me across the room? Stand up with me across the room. And... Uh, I'm just going to say this here this morning. I've been sick for the last couple of days, and uh, I've not been feeling super well, and I thought I could get up and preach today, and I don't think I can, all right? And so when we're done with this, Carol, my wife's going to come up on about 20 minutes of notice and share a powerful little uh, uh, message for you guys this morning. Uh, But about four years ago, I tried to get up and preach when I didn't feel good and I passed out. Some of you might remember that day. That was a really exciting day (laughs) for those who missed out. We figure that's probably not a good idea this morning. And so I'm going to have Steph go ahead and lead Carol this morning. And then Amber's going to come up and share an encouragement for us this morning as we sing together. But will we sing, Oh, Come, All Ye Faithful? Lead us, Steph. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem, and come together.
somebody a hug and we can be seated this morning. All right, I'm back and I was, not, uh, let's just say the plan was not to be Mrs. Claus and preach the sermon today and I didn't find out until during worship that, that I would be, but Greg and I, we are a team and I, I'm proud of him because He's made this mistake before, he has preached, and he's gotten in big trouble with his wife after he's done that. And so, way to go, Greg. Uh, anyways, you know, we talk about at Zoe Church all the time. First of all, if this is your first time here, uh, this is not normal. I do speak sometimes, but usually I have more than like five minutes to plan. And usually I'm not dressed up. Uh, and so if this is your first time, I was thinking, oh my gosh, if this is someone's first time, this is so embarrassing. Like it's not. This is real life. And a lot of times we talk about here at Zoe Church, one of our core values is we embrace the struggle. We do life together and stuff happens. And Greg has been sick all week and he just couldn't do it. That's life, right? And so, in the last five minutes, as I've been thinking about <laughs> this message, I kind of, I'll probably say that a lot. If you're like, man, I came to church today, and she is up there, and she doesn't even know what she's going to say. I don't, but I do not think <laughs> that's true. She doesn't know what she's going to say. But here's what I do know. God is not surprised by this moment. And it is not an accident that each one of you are in this room today. So whatever I have to say, whether it makes sense or not, I do believe that God has something for you. And it might just be, I don't know, to, for you to know that you are loved and you are seen. And when you're having a bad day or you're sick, it's okay to just take a seat and just soak it up. And maybe that's all you need today is you just need to soak up whatever this presence is that you feel in this room. And so I, uh, I've been thinking, uh, <laughs> I keep saying that, and I literally have been thinking for five minutes. So, okay. Um, you know, in so many ways, this is how life goes. Unexpected things happen all the time. I actually had a year of unexpected. A lot of things happened that, man, I couldn't have planned for. I couldn't have, I was not prepared for. It created hurt. It created heartache. There was grief. And you know what I was thinking? I have always loved Mary. I have always loved her. I've always thought, man, like what a strong woman, the mother of Jesus. Like that's amazing. But you know what is even more amazing? Is an angel appeared to Mary and said, you're going to give birth to a king. And his name is going to be Messiah. And he is going to come to save the world. And instead of being like, I'm not qualified. 
I, I can't do a savior of the world. How is that even possible? What do you mean I'm going to be the mother of a king? Instead, she says to Gabriel, I'm a virgin. How can that even happen? That's what she says. And God's like, the angel of the Lord says to her, because I have anointed you. You have been anointed to bring the Messiah to this world. And God asks us to do unexpected things, even when we don't feel like we're equipped. And some of you in this room have walked in, and you maybe have had a really hard year. And so the holidays could be really hard for you especially. And I just want you to know that you are seen. You are loved by this family right here, whether you know us or not. I have walked through a year of unexpected things. Things that I didn't know how to lead through. I didn't know how to process. Things that hurt way more than I ever would have let on. But man, here's what I know is true. That no matter what you walk through, no matter what God asks of you, no matter what you're going to face, if you have him by your side, you will get through it. And I want to be like Mary. When God says, hey, this is what I've told you to do, go. Go. And man, that's a really scary thing to do. And some of you in this room, God's going to ask you to do some really bold things this next year. And are you going to go or are you going to remain comfortable? Are you going to say like, oh, God, I can't do that. I'm not equipped for that. Yeah, if he tells you to go, he's going to equip you. And in so many ways, we need to remember it's not about us. This, this morning is not about Greg and I. It's not. So if you're disappointed that you're hearing me instead of Greg, well, that's kind of on you because it's not about us. <laughs> and if you didn't know me, I say it how it is. So it's, you're getting a little more spice than sweet sugar, sweet. <sighs> it's not about us. It's not about us carrying the load. And one of the things that I was thinking about in the last five minutes was that, you know, in, I, in some ways, I'm not Mary, and I'm not even close, clearly, but I have been called to do uncomfortable things before. Things that I've looked or said to God, like, you're crazy, I am not equipped, I will not do that. This is one of them. I said, I will never pastor a church. Never, ever, 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 ever. And now I am without five minutes to notice up here speaking. But when God tells you to go, you must go. And so if there is anything that I want you to leave with today, it's like, it's this. God will call you. He might ask you to be uncomfortable. Are you willing to move? Or are you just going to stay in your comfortable little seat and just say, well, this is where I'm comfortable. And one of the things I was thinking about is so many times in life I've been comfortable in other jobs and other positions and didn't think like there's no way that if I left I would have fulfillment in a different job. And when Greg and I left our previous church and came here, even though I was kicking and screaming and did not want to come, I thought, God, there's no way, like, our family will love the, a different church the way that they loved our previous church. And guess what happened? This is their family. God gave grace, and they love this place. And so if God asks you to move from the comfortable, he's going to give you the strength to go into the uncomfortable. And another thing that um, I was thinking about, and I, I'm not just going to keep talking to kill time, so I promise you I won't do that. I'll just tell the worship team to come back out. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yes. Thank goodness I have Steph. Oh, I gave her the look like, just listen, because I need you. Um, 
But one of the things that I was thinking about, and then I'm going to close with a verse, is in a year of unexpected things that happen. Some of you I know sitting in this room, I look around, and there were hard, hard things that, this ha- that happened this year. And if there's one thing that I've learned, it's number one, you can ask God why. He can handle it. And he will also give you the strength to keep going. He'll give you the strength to get up every morning. He'll give you the strength even when the grief seems like it's never going to go away. He's going to give you the strength. And you know, this year we had to say goodbye to people that I never would have dreamed we would have to say goodbye to. Some of the reasons are because they died and some of the reasons are because they left and moved on. But I have seen one thing over and over and over again. Because I've asked why. Don't let me fool you. I have asked why. And I haven't been okay on some days. But I have seen God's presence on me like never before. Because in your darkest of moments, if there's one person that you can call on, it's him. It might not be the popular thing or the thing that our world always talks about. But it's him. He is the only one who will sustain you. He is the only one who will give you peace when there is drama and trials all around you. He is the one who will provide in ways when you seem to think there are no ways. He is the one who will say, you know what, I got your family. You don't have to be the one that's trying to keep you all together. I got you. And so during this season especially during this season, because, man, you guys, a Savior came to the world for you, for me. He didn't have to come as a baby, but he did. And if there's one time a year where I want to sit and think, man, God, thank you for everything you've given me and everything you've walked through with me, it's now. And it's not to discredit hurt and pain. It's not to say I don't have things I got to work through because I do to say that he will sustain you. And so whatever 2023 looks like, whatever this holiday season looks like for you, know that he is able to walk you through whatever trial you are facing. Know that he is able to provide in ways that you don't think there is a way. If your marriage is on the brink, he is able. If your kids have walked away from the Lord, he is able. If you have lost somebody that has, man, it's ripped you to pieces, he is able to give you peace that really has no other measures. And so this morning, I'm going to close with this verse. And you know what? It might not have anything to do with what I talked about today, but it's been a verse that I have read a few times this Christmas. And it's from Lamentations 3. And it says this. I'll never forget the trouble, the utter lostness, the taste of ashes, the poison I've fouled. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember the feeling of hitting the bottom. But there's one thing I remember and remembering. I keep a grip on hope. God's loyal love couldn't have run out. His merciful love couldn't have dried up. They've created new every morning. How great is your faithfulness. I'm sticking with God. I'll say it over and over. He's all I got left. And so this Christmas, maybe 
you don't know God. Maybe you've had a relationship with him, but it's kind of taken a back seat. And maybe you really, really know him, but you're not trusting him. He's all you got. You can try to do it on your own. You can try to keep going, but he's all you got. And so as I close and the worship team is up here, or Steph is up here, I just want to pray over you, and I'm, you know, you're going to get out earlier today probably. But if you would all just stand with me as I pray over you, thank you for all your grace that you've given me this morning. And remembering that it's not about Greg and I. This is not going to be the first time this happens, or the last time. This is the first time. It won't be the last time. But I'm just going to pray over all of you as we go on. And Heavenly Father, I just thank you that you are able that no matter what situation we are facing, no matter how far we've been from you, that you are able and you are right there. God, and I pray that when you ask us to do things that feel impossible, that we will just, we'll just do them because we know that you are able. Yes. God, I pray for strength and peace in areas of our life where we feel weak and worn out. Yes. And God, I pray that we never take our eyes off of what this is all about. Yeah. Christmas, church, all of it, it is all about you. Yes. And so, God, we give you all the glory and all the honor. And let us never forget, if this Sunday sticks out in our brains from anything else, I just pray it's that it's all about you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. In your name I pray, amen. Amen. Give it up for her. <laughs> She's pretty awesome. So thanks for sharing and pouring your heart out. Um, uh, I just think it's such a good word for every single one of us. Like, I need to hear it this morning. Like, he's the one you stick to. What are you walking through? Let's turn to him. What are you going through? Because some of you are going through garbage. Turn to him. He loves you. He cares about you. And what does it say? He is Emmanuel, God, with us. He'll be with you. I think our distance from God is not determined by him. It's determined by us. And if you feel distant from God, it isn't because he's turned from you. It's because you've walked away. Because he did everything he could to come close to you, to pursue you. And so I just encourage you over the next couple days, take that word. God, how can I pursue you? How can I focus on you? How can I make space for you that you aren't the left? You don't get my leftovers this week. You don't get my leftovers in my life. You get my attention this week. You get my heart. And then we can trust in the midst of that that, God, you will meet us there. You'll meet us there. I'm going to invite our prayer team forward. If you're here this morning, and I know there's some of you, you need somebody to, to pray with you because you're going through junk. Uh, allow our prayer team to be here to minister to you, to pray over you. Okay? Don't walk that way. Do not walk that way if you need somebody to pray with you. Come this way. Allow them to minister to you. Otherwise, you guys have a great week. We'll see you back next Sunday for, or next Saturday for Chris, Christmas Eve services, 133 and 430. We love you all. Have a great week.